morning hoes all right we're gonna get right to it i am so incredibly happy this happened i hate that it happened under these circumstances but on the show today we're gonna talk to vladimir kavetsky he is ukrainian currently studying over at k-state this man is an actual genius he has family still on the ground in ukraine i believe he's got folks in kiev we are gonna get actual updates from the ground alleged war crimes are actually happening right now in ukraine in this invasion of ukraine and we're going to talk about it right here on your kc morning show if you can my friends i'm not that guy that likes to fish for retweets but share this one this one's important on my list of super important shows this one tier one absolutely my friends it is a good day to be a kansas cityan because we got good people in kansas city my name's hartzel we'll see you in the mawoonie very happy to have this man on the show especially now vladimir kavetsky on the show he was at the protest down on the plaza to stop what is going on this invasion of ukraine vladimir himself is ukrainian and my brother you have family that are still there as americans we can get caught up in the events of the world as if it's you know like a movie we love a good underdog story but we forget these are real people first off welcome to the show and how are you feeling how are you processing all of this thank you so much so much for having me it's been really tough few days you know you never know what's going on uh with your family when you're here is there safe are they safe is it okay or not and it's you know it's overwhelming to read all those news and understanding that you can't do pretty much anything you can't grab a gun and protect your land your country your family so pretty desperate situation you know and so you're here studying genetics over at k-state so you are so much smarter than me my friend congratulations in fact pulling back the curtain my guy was doing a lab <laughs> right before i called so you you're here and you have to watch all this and i mean i can't even imagine so have you gotten a chance to talk to your family at all that are still there yes so my mom decided to stay in the capital she didn't want to leave since my brother went to army and he's a protecting capital city as soon as we get the news that cities are were bombed uh, he just went to a local military office and signed a contract so he's now protecting my country my dad left the capital since uh, he has a smaller child one of my sister is three years old another is one years old so he wanted to provide some some protection for them and as soon as they are safe as soon as they get to the border uh he will come back and fight for for our freedom for our land you know that's incredible your brother is a hero 
I'm curious, does updates from the ground, I mean, what are you hearing from your folks? And in fact, what are you hearing that we're not talking about? So like, it's hard to follow everything, but the main, uh, the main message I would like to convey to US people and to international community is that the Russia bombs civilian infrastructure now. Uh, city of Kharkiv is uh, harshly damaged. They used really modern weapons. They destroyed uh, the center of the city where a lot of civilians live. A lot of people lost their lives. A lot of kids. Uh, you can see on the video uh, videos where a lot of kids lost their parents, lost their limbs. They need some help. They they in really bad situation right now but at the same time ukraine army stuff ukraine army will fight and we can fight and we will fight them russian army didn't expect us to fight a lot of them were demoralized and uh hopefully hopefully we will win in the nearest future i i can hear and literally feel the passion in your voice i want to talk about home i want you if you can tell us about the country where you grew up i want to hear about you i want to hear about your folks especially as i hear this passion that is a passion not for borders that's a passion for your family and your countrymen and yeah can you tell me about home yes so i was born and raised in a capital city which is kiev and um it's a really lovely city uh a lot of international tourists go there to see to see the uh historic places we have really ancient churches all over the place we have a good nightlife of course nowadays it's all ruined but we'll rebuild it eventually uh so my mom uh, she's a teacher. She teaches uh, in the university. She's an engineer. But now when the war started, she take her part and she is now helping wounded in hospitals. My dad, he's a, he's a manager of agricultural station. He makes some experiments with plants. Before, when he was studying in the university, he went for military service. He is a tank driver, so he's pretty skilled in this scene. Uh, Kiev was always a peaceful, really beautiful city, really, really charming place. And um, now when I'm looking at the picture, there is a huge pain in my heart to see those ruins, to see those people who suffer, to see what's going on in my country. And I like to emphasize that Ukraine never, never ever did any aggressive things toward Russia or toward any other countries. And all the bullshit that you may hear heard from Russian news or people who spread this information is that this war started because Vladimir Putin was trying to protect people in Ukraine who speaks Russian, that Vladimir Putin wants to demilitarize Ukraine. But that's complete bullshit. I've been talking in Russian through all my life and I've never faced any problems. I've never been oppressed by 
speaking in Russian in Kiev or any other city in Ukraine. I've never experienced any bullying or some kind of a bad attitude toward me because I was speaking Russian. And yeah, yeah. We have actual people who are dying. Your family right now is trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Where do they go? I mean, your country even in 91, they denuked. I'm thinking recently to be nearly extorted by the president of the United States and Donald Trump. People forget that you're not pawns on a chessboard. This is a long way asking. Why do you think he's doing this? I believe that Vladimir Putin is just completely lost his mind in in the last few years and that's uh, actually a good example of history what authoritarian countries can look like even even in the first century you know i believe that whatever putin believes that when he started it in the first place he thought that he would be greeted uh his army would be greeted with flowers and praise in ukraine but apparently it's not we saw a lot of real videos where civilians blocking the roads they lie in front of the tanks to stop russian uh, military from invading and also another reason why they this happened i believe so is that whatever putin he wanted to stay in history as a person who reunites soviet union countries even though there is no literal reason to do that ukraine chose uh, the president democratically we chose our past towards the european union democratically and it's our choice nobody can take that from us your president vladimir Zelensky. how do you think he is he's handled this to be honest i didn't vote for president Zelensky at the first place but now i understand that i was wrong he is a president that our country needed he's a person who embraces, who shows the courage who shows the strengths uh, of the ukrainian nation and I'm really proud to have a president like this. But of course, it's pretty hard to him because he decided to stay in the capital, even in the heaviest bombing period of times. So, yeah, it's, it's really tough for him as well as for all the people in Ukraine. Speaking of the people in and of Ukraine, what can we do here in Kansas City? That protest on the plaza, seeing all those folks there. How did that make you feel and what can we do now? First of all, I'd like to thank every person from Ukraine and uh, other countries who came to the plaza this weekend. It was so great to see all of those faces out there. I would like to ask U.S. people and international community to spread word about what's going on. And also, if you can, there are lots of links where you can support Ukrainian people and also army who is fighting right now. They need your help. They, they need your financial help. And any amount of money would be appreciated. I understand that you may be against uh, the war and you don't want to contribute 
to giving money for guns, but there are some humanitarian help that you may provide for wounded one, for doctors, for all the people that were affected by this situation. They need your help. They are trying as hard as they can, but they need your help. And also, I'd like to convey a message to any government officials or senators here in the United States and all over the world that you have to block the air connection everywhere. It's vital thing to do right now. It will help train army really hard. From the bottom of my heart, I'm asking you to do that. You're going to be a geneticist. What is your future? How much did your Ukrainian background shape who you are today? I mean, tell me a little bit about you. I'm here in the United States with help of Fulbright Grant, and I really appreciate Fulbright for a U.S. government for giving me such opportunity. I hope that the knowledge that I obtain here, that I get here, will help my country to rise, that after all this dangerous situation uh, will finish, uh, that I will come back to Ukraine and help to rebuild the economy and to contribute on my own, you know? Uh, Ukraine was known to be one of the most powerful agricultural countries all around the world. And we have a potential to sell agricultural products all over the world. So I hope, I hope, I really, really hope that my knowledge that I get from here will help to improve not only the research area in Ukraine, but also direct agricultural field. And everything that I got from this education will hopefully help. If you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I'm 24 right now. 24 years old. My God. Yeah. You, um, you are an exceptional human being, my friend. And just know that you have a microphone on this show. Would you be willing to come back on? Yes, yeah, sure. To your family, we're sending our best wishes. And I'm not trying to grandstand here, but I am a believer in democracy and we have to defend that. Continue being great. Through you, we see the strength and resilience of your country. So thank you, my brother. Thank you so much. We'll wait for your call. Ladies and gentlemen, the Ukrainian chorus Dumka of New York.
the KC Morning Show.